This is Mona Lisa Baseball. 2023, this is the year baseball changed more than it's ever changed. Yes. 2023 will be the year that baseball turned to hardball. I guarantee you guys that there will be a playoff game that ends in a violation. I'm 100% certain of this. Oh, no. It's going to happen. Like, it has to. Yeah, it just seems like it just has to. Maybe it won't be the bottom of the ninth, but it'll be late in the game and it'll matter. And there's going to be a whole town that's going to be like, wait, what? Because they're just going to be tuning in for the playoffs. I still run into guys who don't even know about the pitch timer. Like, oh, I thought that's coming later. No, it's now. It's now. Oh, wow. Oh, not in the playoffs, though, right? No, yes. In the playoffs. You know, the players, the players want more time on the clock. The players wanted to suspend it for the playoffs. And league's like, nah, this is working. Yeah, like, get used to it. You've had a whole year. And I think if I were the league, I'd probably do the same just because... I mean, you know my opinion on it, but all in all, I wouldn't say it's been a disaster. They had to work through some things, but Hmm. clearly players are getting used to it, this, that, and the other. I think it makes the game of baseball worse, but I mean, if numbers are up a little, it'd be hard to call that a disaster. The disaster comes if, yeah, if something happens in the playoffs and it's really, (laughs) really time-based and not action-based. That'll be really bad for baseball. I do want to remind you that this was an exceptionally good weather year. And we can say that attendance is up and all that because of the new rules. But I just want to remind you that there was almost no rain in baseball towns this year. Yeah. Outside of Wrigley. Yeah. Last year, MLB suspended the automatic second base runner in the extra innings for the playoffs. And I think a lot of people kind of, including ourselves, dunked on them. It's like, see? Yeah, sure. Uh, it's not a good idea. That's why, yo, you can't do this in the playoffs when it matters. And they're just like, well, we're not going to back down this year because we don't even want to. Uh, we don't want any bit of reality peeking through. The appearance. The veil. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. So are the postseason rules going to be consistent with the regular season rules? for this? Zero changes. Uh, I think that's smart. Yeah, it's just the expanded roster. That's it. That's all you get. Just like every other year. Right. You know, in the postseason, you really just need three good pitchers. You don't need four, which is, yeah, that'll do. Well, I mean, isn't it great when one of them can slug? I like that. Yeah. When you got a ball player on your team. There's sure. a blueprint on how to win a World Series. This guy plays both ways. Phenom. Freaking nature. I know. Freak. I really love that about him is how much he doesn't look like Mark McGuire. Uh, how he looks kind of You know how tall he is? Normal? I would guess six one. <laughs> he's taller than that, right? God, how wrong am I? <laughs> yeah, he's six four. No shit. I mean that's not freak territory, but he's a big guy, dude. Big guy, yeah, okay. He doesn't really look that tall on the mound. I think that's stand on concrete and spike six four. That's what I'm. That's what I'm calling. <laughs> well, coming from a six four guy, a one. Yeah, I think I'm taller than him. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I see. There's even. And I'm six three and a half. Six three and a half. I think I'm taller. Have you guys ever been on the jumbotron? Huh? Uh, I don't think so. Kiss cam. I didn't see it. 
What about confetti guy? You been on it? Have I? But I have. Yeah. I mean, in the background, not like the highlight, not the man in focus, but not the guy. Yeah. Up those dance moves. <laughs> yeah, I've been in the background with the confetti cannon in my hand for sure. <laughs> Are you guys entertained at the of the jumbotron? Do you guys like watching the fans in the stands? I'm usually annoyed that it's catching my attention. Right. <laughs> it's like distracting me when I should be focusing on something else. It's like the billboard sign on the highway when you're driving that's flashing. You're like, no, I yeah. don't. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to drive here. I'm here to read you. Well, it's TV at the ballpark, right? It's not it's, safe. It's like our eyes are just drawn to. If I wanted to watch TV. The big rectangle. I'd stay at home. I got a TV there. Popcorn's free. I like a couple of them. Kids on shoulders. Oh, or right. Yeah, what was that one? Oh, the Simba... Thing. Show off your children. Simba, yeah. yeah. That was, yeah. One or two of those a game, I find myself getting a good chuckle over. Between innings. Yeah, between absolutely between But innings. every single batter with their own movie, I don't like that. No, I'm not into that. Uh, okay, no. Or the trivia to baseball players, like, what do you forget when you pack your bags? I think showing the fans is good for the experience, at least. Kind of to my point earlier, I was saying, you know, I go to the game because of the company that I keep. So yeah. when you go to the ball game, it's a big community of people watching the same thing. So, you know, throwing it back to the fans and, you know, showing their enjoyment or whatever is, I think it's good. Contagious. Okay. I have a question for A4 and A1. Yes. What's the best pennant race you were ever all in for? Um... I was all in uh, 93 Giants Braves, and I was locked in the whole season. And the Giants had a really hot start, and it was their first year with Bonds. And the Braves just nibbled, nibbled, nibbled the whole year. And then they passed them with maybe like a month to go. And then the Giants somehow held on, and that pennant race went down to the final game, the final series. If I remember right, Giants had three or four against the Dodgers, and the Braves had three or four against the brand new uh, Rockies. Hmm. And uh, Braves win, Giants lose. Giants win 103 games, no playoffs. Good night. That's a wrap. And that hurt, but it was a hell of a pennant race. And I was 14. (laughs) And, you know, Hmm. listening to every game, watching every game I could, and actually got to attend the Giants' 100th win. It was their final home game. And uh, it was about as loud as Candlestick ever got. Mm. It was really, really fun. I believe that. Actually was at the game with A3 when he was he was a youngin' then. <laughs> you know, kind of out hanging with the big boys. Yeah, that's my answer. A4. Mm. You know, two kind of come ahead. And the first one in 2004, I... I'm not exactly even sure who they're playing, but I just remember being disappointed. I just happened to be in New York mm. during that time. I was just kind of city exploring, checking out the Seinfeld restaurant and going to a Conan show and all the <laughs> stuff that you do in New York. <laughs> and the Giants were, I, gosh, I know JT Snow was on the team and I know they had a disappointed. They finished two out. Yeah. But in 2012, Buster Posey. Hits a grand slam to beat the Reds. I mean, in this like one playoff game that we had that we needed to win. Mm-hmm. And we ended up winning the World Series that year. But I remember I had the radio on and I was at work and I was teaching PE at the time. And we were actually, you know, I timed it to play wiffle ball with the kids that day. And so I had the radio on as we're playing wiffle ball. 
And the kids didn't quite understand like the, hmm. the importance of the game and whatnot. But when the moment was there and the tension was building up, I stopped the wiffle ball game. I'm like, all right, you guys, let's all huddle by the radio, you know? <laughs> and we did. And just like, I'm just, please let, let this guy hit a home run right now. Please let this guy hit a home run. And he did. And oh man, like I exploded. And the kids, they were exploding too. And that was my favorite. That was maybe one of my favorite baseball moments, really. Not being at a game, like radio moments for sure. Um, that's great. Yeah, I was also not there, but I happened to be watching Dakota Street nice. and uh, had both brothers there. And it was the same thing that you were feeling playing the wiffle ball game. It was basically loaded, wringing your hands like, oh my God, this is big. Yeah. And then it was just, it was almost too good to be true right. where it was just a pitch down the pipe and he crushed it. Yeah. Posey. And so there wasn't even a moment of like back, back, back. It was just the second he hit it. Ah! you knew it was upper deck. Right. When I interview A6, he talks about that as his final totally. thing that he cared about the Reds. <laughs> like, he hasn't really cared about the Reds since, since then. That... Or, or maybe it's more like, Reds. that was the last yeah. moment that actually hurt. Where, yeah. like, it's real fan pain. It killed him a little bit inside. Yeah, yeah, great. It's That's awesome. Real fan pain that, it, like, actually hurts. We have it on tape. You guys can listen to it. Episodes called Nasty Boys. Mm. Nasty Boys, right. But now it's, you know, how much can a Giants fuck up, like, actually hurt you as a person? I don't really think I could be touched anymore. I hope I'm proved wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I hope you are too. But, like, 93 Giants mm. losing out by a game, that, <laughs> that actually hurt. Mm. <laughs> That's pain. That's pain. And unfortunately, that kind of brought in more conversation about, well, if a 103-win team doesn't make the playoffs, don't you think that's a little silly? Like, maybe we should have walked all the other sports of wild cards. All the other sports. Yeah. That was one of the reasons. It gave a good reason to be like, you shouldn't eliminate a team like that. They might have been. Well, that's the other thing is a division winner could win 86 games. But you're in a division with a great other team, and a 103 winner might not make the playoffs. That's not fair in a fair world, but it's not a fair world. It's like, hey, you got to win your division if you want to make the playoffs. Sorry, guys. It makes the division mean something. I think so. Like the division's yeah. important. And the division's important. And it just harkens back to the old times when National League, American League, you had to be the best in either. And if you are that, then you go to the World Series. Yeah. All right, I have to probably say that my favorite pennant race was the 89 Giants. All right. Mostly, and I just want to start by saying who was in the NL West in 89. Let's just read these teams, because I just think this is funny. Reds. Giants. That's great. Dodgers. Padres. Astros. Reds. Great. <laughs> Braves were in the West. Need some more tomahawk chop. Yeah. I actually forgot about the Astros. That, <laughs> that's how long it Never been. forget. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So, yeah, in 89, I remember I was buying newspapers. If you missed the game, it's like, well, you missed the game. I had homework. Yeah. You would go and buy a newspaper. You get the box scores. So I would wake up super early. I would walk to the supermarket, 
which was like three blocks away from where my mom's house was, would buy a newspaper for a quarter. And then I would come home and young boy, this is an old man thing. Read the newspaper while I was taking a shit. Mm, I thought you were going to say a cup of coffee. Look up the box scores and pay a quarter for it because I had missed the game the night before. I remember this pennant race. And the great thing about it is the Giants were looking good for a long time there at the end. It was looking really good. And this is when, you know, winning was a big deal. <laughs> if you wanted to be World Series bound, you know, you needed to win that division. You know, they say we get our best thoughts done on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, best pennant race uh, that I ever followed. Yeah. And that was a crazy fucking year. With well, the earthquake. earthquake. Yeah, I know. Earthquake. Oh my God. That was insane. And I remember valuing the paper even more because I was watching the A's too. Right. The whole year watching the A's. Like, holy shit. Look at this. Oh my God. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Can you believe it? Can you believe it that we have these teams in the Bay Area? Oh, what a dream. Battle of the Bay. Yeah. Uh, and then. I wonder if that'll ever happen again. Earthquake. You got about. You got about two, three years. Uh, do you really think the A's are going to contend in the next three, two or three years? Right. I don't think so, dude. I hope so. That would be so amazing. We keep saying they're following the Indians of Major League. Uh, right. I mean, they are that team. That's all they got to do. Every time we win, we <laughs> peel yeah. a square. Listen, I guarantee you we will cover the A's ups and downs uh, for the next however many episodes we do this show. We will cover the A's, and there's just nothing to report right now. Right. Except that they're not going to break the record for the most losses in the season. And that's okay. We still love them. I'm stoked on that. It's like, yeah, good job. Yeah. You can't beat the 62 Mets. Dude, when the A's can win three out of seven, that really takes the wind out of my sails. It says that they're tanking. Mm, true. There's a slim margin, but I hate being super cynical and saying, oh, they're just tanking. They're just, they don't even care. You know, this is total bullshit. It's like, mm, it's the truth is somewhere in the middle. Like a lot of the decisions have good intentions behind them. They're usually good in terms of like money. Yeah. Are they going to make money this year? <laughs> I just know that their, their numbers are so low that you have to think that it's just a transition period. I try to follow what's going on with the A's, and at a certain point, I'm like, oh, you know, why, why? what am I doing here? Why do I care about the A's financial strategy? Yeah. Nostalgia? I don't know. Well, I, yeah, yeah. I want the A's to be healthy. I want all the teams to be healthy. There's a lot of teams that are under a lot of pressure now, you know? Rays, they're like, well, you guys need to do stadium. Uh, Milwaukee's like you guys need to spend a billion on this shit and you know we went to Milwaukee uh, the Brewers have a deal in Milwaukee with this public private partnership where they kind of lease the stadium and their deal with them is negotiable hmm. and I think right now they're fighting over who's going to pay to like rust proof some of the these sunroof domes they're really expensive there's a lot of moving parts it's really expensive to maintain these things. So they have to negotiate who's going to pay for these moving parts that are resting. Bud. <laughs> Bud's gone. No, he put his number up. His number's up. He's number never, one, and he's out. He's never gone. And he's, someone's got he's it. up on the Raptors. He's the one putting the pressure on the new owner to fix it. Or they just open it and leave it that way. He's the one. Number one. 
<laughs> that sounds like a <laughs> tangled mess. I mean, you have a brand new park yeah. 20 years ago, and it's expensive as hell to fix, and you're, you have a contract that you get to negotiate so both parties look at each other and they're saying, <laughs> meanwhile, it's falling apart. You're going to fix this one, right? We'll maybe get the next one. It's like, no, no, no. You said you were going to get the next. Well, one. we can only open it and close it when no one's on the field because a bunch of like paint chips fall down. Yeah. And then what? Then you just open it and yeah. say, yeah, we don't care if it rains. Well, they're probably like, they have the budget. They're like, well, we know we can open it a few times every year. Let's, let's wait till it gets warm. We'll watch the weather. I mean, we were there. I mean, it's magnificent to see this thing. I would love to watch this thing move, but apparently, you know, these moving parts are very expensive to maintain. Yeah. It looks like a disaster waiting to happen. And if it wasn't really, I don't know that it wasn't built right. Well, but. just talk about a concept that's like your cake and eat it too. Like, no, we want a dome and we want sun. We can have everything, guys. Yeah, it's a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a small market team too. I mean, at I least. had a great experience there. Yeah, that was fun. I mean, our seats were hot. We sat down, and first pitch was a home run. Mm. I mean, come on. And then just bam, there goes the sliding guy in the back. <laughs> oh, amazing. Good dose of baseball culture. Yeah. It was a good game. We started off with a bang. Uh huh. First pitch. Uh huh. The Cubs game. Started with a raindrop. That's what it started with. First pitch of the trip, we'll say. Started with a home run. We never talked about that. I don't know if in my whole life I've been to a baseball game where the first pitch was a home run. It's pretty good. But yeah, the Milwaukee thing, it's just, I don't see that getting any better anytime soon. Who's going to want to step in? And and it's one of those things where it's like, oh, it's 50 million to fix this year, 80 million next year. Players aren't getting cheaper. 140 the year after that. Yeah. Payroll is up. God damn, 4.5 billion. Yeah. That's crazy. It's a business. If you were wondering if it was a business or not, there's your proof. Tis business. Would you rather hear that Shohei made six million this year or Manfred made six billion this year? I mean, like like you know what I mean? Like if you hear that, oh what would that Yeah. I think this is just one of the few areas where I'm a pinko on this and it's just mm-hmm. I don't think any baseball player should make more than five million. It's just like once you get past the number of five million, which is a really nice wage in America, I just I can't justify it in any way. I just can't. Damn. It throws off the whole pendulum of the game where you can't really call it a game anymore. One of the more eye opening things that's happened in the last few years was when someone told me that Juan Soto signed a contract for X amount, and I'd never heard of it. And I thought, this is not good. This cannot be good. And everything that went on with the Giants signing Carlos Correa, and everyone was so excited. And he's like a pretty good shortstop. Well, he had the injury thing, and it was A4 who told you about Soto. $30 million a year for a pretty good shortstop? It's insane. <laughs> it still hit me in the same way the Soto concept did which is this can't be good for the sport if this is happening and i don't want manfred to make more money but i can't in any possible way justify the salaries and i don't think it's good for baseball both the mets and the padres suck 
think about that. Like, how much is team cohesion worth to you? Well, I think we can figure it out. It's worth yeah. like five hundred million dollars. Yeah. If you can find guys who like to play with each other and play the game with integrity, mm-hmm. which uh, encourages camaraderie, well, how much is that worth? How much is that worth? I, I didn't even factor in the luxury tax. Okay. Yeah. We have the two biggest payrolls ever. Yeah. And they both suck. Mets and Padres both suck. And everyone's just laughing. Yeah. Ha ha ha. Our TV contract got canceled. Yeah. Ha ha. I still make the money. I don't care. Whatever. I struck out. Ha ha. It's fine. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Oh, we're not going to bake the playoffs this year? Pressure's off. Great. I might not get hurt. Yeah. I could use the time off. This is a really good point because there used to be people who get bonuses for World Series. And now, if you get 30 mil and you miss the playoffs, mm-hmm. you're kind of happy that you get some off season. That's BS. You're not playing to win. Yep. That's why everyone was so upset about the Black Sox. It's like, wait, they're not even trying to win the World Series? Actually, even worse, they're throwing it for money. It's better if we don't make the playoffs because I can rest. How different is that? You know, I made 30 million this year and I don't really care that we didn't make the playoffs. And I can rest. I don't have to play those games. Yeah. I don't mind getting home a little earlier. It's getting a little too close to Black Sox. It might be worse than Black Sox because you actually don't want to make the playoffs. I mean, look at the Mets and the Padres. They have the two biggest payrolls that's ever been had in MLB. Neither of them have a winning record. They suck. I absolutely love that. Padres can still win the wild card. Maybe. Good luck. Fuck them. They're like 73 and 75. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Tough to root for. I mean, it's pretty... Think how shitty this is for the baseball not. That's not baseball. You have to root for a shitty team to make the playoffs. That is really different from the baseball we grew up with. That might be one of the biggest differences of all is an actual shitty team can fight their way in. Where that, That's right. That would be absolutely impossible in the baseball we grew up with. And that's a big deal. That's a pretty big deal. I mean, I remember the year the Seahawks made it to the playoffs. They were 7-9. and nine. <laughs> And then they won a couple playoff games. And you go, well, if you're beating other football teams mm-hmm. that are in the playoffs, like speaks for itself Mm -hmm. but that's okay for football i can't i can't get down with that with baseball under 500 playoffs i can't get down with that i don't think i mean we've never seen it happen i don't think it's gonna happen i can't well it will when they expand playoffs i can't get down with that that's so bad when they get the two new teams yeah it will though eventually there'll be a 495 team that gets in it's just a matter of time i mean they will you guys they're going to expand playoffs like come on come on they will. Oh, well. If there's one thing that I can report on this show, I can like look into my crystal ball and tell you guys like they're going to expand playoffs. And guess what? The players are going to get their way. They're going to put a couple seconds on these clocks too. It's all going to happen. It's going to be a tit for tat. They're going to trade that. I mean, it's going to happen. They're going to have 16 teams in the playoff. One's going to play 16. Two's going to play 15. Yeah. A tournament. A baseball tournament. <laughs> Well, at least we don't have the mid-season tournament. Or the new rule that says you have to start your stars. You have to start your stars. 
Right. NBA. This will be a new rule coming up. You have to start your stars. Uh, I brought little Jimmy to the game, little Sally. And if Steph's not, they're not there. I have to deal with the problem. So I'm going to just lobby the NBA and go, you guys look, okay. Um, I pay a lot of money for these tickets. Um, I need to see these stars. My kids hate me. It's your fault. A4, what do you think about this new rule in the NBA? I don't know. I feel for the middle-class family who, you know, saves up half the year to take their family to the, to the game, you know, to see the stars. Uh, I see the point, but I also think that, and I'm in more line with the, with the coaches and how they can play, they can use their players however they want, you know, so fuck the fans. Fuck Timmy, dude. <laughs> the fans want to see the team make the playoffs on TV. Yeah. If coach needs to rest, it's a business, sir. Star player, like rest them. You know, it, it, I think it's bullshit. Yeah, really. It takes a special kind of fan to like show up, pay a lot of money for good seats, and then really have a good time, even though your team loses. I mean, it's all about if you're you're just trying to win a championship. So if you if you need to rest Steph for a game, you know, you should be able to rest Steph for a game. You know, it's just how it goes that's today's nba it's today's today's athlete really i mean you can yeah oh yeah athletes are proving that they can play up until their late 30s if they uh, you know treat their bodies right and whatnot so proper nutrition yeah proper nutrition That's pain. Oh, amazing. Can't do this in the playoffs when it matters. And he crushed it. The moment was there and the tension was building up. Hanging with the big boys. When you go to the ball game, it's a big community of people watching the same thing. So, you know, throwing it back to the fans and, you know, showing their enjoyment or whatever is, I think it's good.